I'm Amanda. And I'm Audrey. Welcome back to another episode of the Not So Model Minority Podcast. everyone. I'm super excited for today's episode. Yes, me too, because today we are going to be spilling the tea about dating. Yeah, I'm super excited about it because I feel like dating is always a really fun topic to talk about. Definitely, yes, because like there are different cultures and people experience them in different ways. Um, and I think it was one of a big culture shock for me when coming to the UK. Mm, yeah, for sure. And I feel like as international people as well, <laughs> it is quite challenging because we have these like extra pl- problems like long distance relationships or cross-culture dating. And so we thought it would be sh- fun to share our dating experiences here today with a special guest. Welcome, Amanda. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. We're so excited to talk to you today. So yeah, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself, Amanda? Yeah, um, so originally from Malaysia, I moved here, um, I would say, seven years ago mm-hmm. uh, for mm-hmm. A-levels. So did you find any major culture shocks in like dating? Yeah, like, like I think like, we were talking about like how people here are more casual and mm. like a, uh, and I mean, some people are very serious as well, but we have like a stream, like a hu- huge pe- uh, proportion of people that actually just date like casually. Yeah. Or, or you know, like just like testing the waters mm. and you, uh, like, just see like where, where it takes you, right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like on that though, one of the hardest things about casual dating is you don't really know whether you're dating or not. Because yeah. not everyone makes it clear, right? Not everyone says, hey, do you want to go on a date? Yeah. Especially if it's like friends. If they say, do you want to go on a walk with me? You don't yeah. really know. Yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah, I have a question for you guys. How, yeah. do you know, how do you know like whether it's a date or not? I don't. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> I think context matters. Like whether or not you've been talking a lot, whether or not you knew each other before. Yeah. yeah. I, I think if it's someone you met say on a dating app or, or you know like yeah. mutual friend it's a lot clearer yeah, if they yeah. suddenly ask you out for dinner but if it's like a friend you don't really know because you it's quite normal to go for lunch with a guy friend as yeah. well right yeah also what you talk about on the date i think matters yeah. oh. and they're like oh do you have a boyfriend or do you have a girlfriend really but i never get that question yeah <laughs> me too and i feel like close friends wouldn't ask that because mm-hmm. they would know already true i guess like for me, at least, like, I try to go into like a date or like a lunch or whatever mm. that appointment is, like keeping it like an open mind, like you know, just see like how he. I kind of like put it, uh. put a card on him, like is he gonna like treat if he's treating me as a date? Then okay, I'll play along. Okay? <laughs> if we're just friends, then okay, fine. Yeah, yeah we're friends. It's cool. <laughs> I like that. So now that we've talked about certain differences um, in dating culture based on the UK and um, back home. Um, but I think dating abroad also has other challenges. And one of the ones I'm thinking of is actually knowing when to start dating when you come to a new place. And Amanda, I think you mentioned that you move around quite a lot. So is that something that you think about, like when it is the right time to sort of 
Yeah, yeah, because I feel like I'm the kind of person where like I try to focus on myself, especially when I'm mm. in a new environment. Like, yeah. Trying to sort myself out because I'm all over the place, and I feel like it's not nice to start a romantic relationship with someone when you're still all over the place. Right. Yeah, that's true, and I feel like you also want to build like a support network with friends as well, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, and dating can take up a lot of your time, you know. Yeah. Definitely. It's so much like effort and um, energy that. Sometimes yeah. it's if you if you build if you put that into making friendships building friendships mm. then they might be more longer lasting like it's more certain I think yeah that's true so I have some friends who went into uni while being in a long distance relationship oh that's yeah. me when you think Audrey how was your experience of long distance um I think. Because it's someone you really care about, right? You always think about like, oh, I want to spend time with him. And I didn't even do long distance. It was medium distance. It's like, <laughs> it's like um, I don't know, like a two-hour train ride. But oh, it, right, it, it yeah. seemed far yeah. at that point because right. we were in boarding school together. Right. And, yeah. you know, like comparatively, it was far. That's such a different like shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like... I, I did visit him in London like once every two weeks and I love that. So mm. I can't blame him for like... He didn't force me to come, you know, like right. I wanted to meet him. But yeah. of course, because I was away from university so often, I missed out a lot on experiences that I, I would have done if yeah. I was there. Yeah. Would, would you be open to trying like long distance? long distance? Yeah. No, because I feel like I'm the kind, I think like I'm the kind of person that likes spending time with people like physically. Mm. Yeah, and I, I, find it, I find it difficult, especially like I don't, I'm a bad texter and I'm really like... <laughs> Yeah, as in like, I'm not a bad texter per se, but I just don't like texting. I just, like, can we just meet and talk? Yeah, Yeah. I just prefer talking. Yeah. Well, I did long distance with my current partner over COVID. Mm. Yeah, when I was... Also when you're in Indonesia. Yeah, yeah, and he was here. And so that was quite interesting. One of my love languages is like spending quality time. Yeah. And so I think it's very easy for me to bond with people when I'm in their physical presence. He was working here as well. So it was yeah. like, there yeah. was time where it was unavailable, but then like, I don't know, it's just difficult to navigate that. Have you had friends where long distance just meant people becoming more different and then eventually breaking up? I feel like that's quite a common theme, right? Yeah, because like it's all about growth, right? And some yeah. people grow yeah. together, some people grow apart. Right. Yeah. And yeah, and then eventually, like especially when you're in different environment, right? And the friends you mix with, the kind of person you want to become, and eventually, like when your values don't align anymore, that's when it, it becomes like difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Or or if you just have different life experiences that you can't yeah. relate to anymore. Yeah, that's that's something that's quite interesting because yeah. I find that even with like friends, high school friends, that's something that's quite difficult. Moving on to perhaps a more serious topic, I was wondering if you guys would date people from different ethnicities. Well, I think if you sort of have a very formalized checklist of what you want from people that, um, I don't know, maybe regarding religion or you know stuff like that, I think that sort of minimizes your chance of meeting people that you can potentially like really vibe with and really mm. connect with. Um, Maybe I'm just, maybe this is just me right now, like at this stage in my life. And maybe certain things will become more important later on as I grow older. But for now, I think, I think it's 
meeting people that you vibe with is already hard enough as it is like yeah. if you place more sort of boundaries as to oh I, I won't date someone who's this I won't date someone who's that then that sort of boxes you in and you know you don't want to do that yeah that's true yeah. what about you Amanda do you think you're open to dating across all ethnicities I think I am I think the most important thing for me is like the values and I mm. think like it's right. yeah like so if you're talking about like exclusively like just dating like Asian people yeah um yeah, I, yeah, it really like just like puts you in like a shoebox, and also like it, I, just as long as like your values are aligned and 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 yeah, you talk about things like whenever there's like any conflict and if yeah, look it through right, that's and, true. And even like now, like ethnicity is, doesn't always necessarily um relate to certain like values. Values, yeah, yeah. yeah. People are like people grow up in different, different ways. Yeah. yeah, I mean like even like the three of us like we also had like a, like you know maybe like for me like fashion like it's like more important than you and mm. like, it just it just really varies because definitely and especially like we also move countries right and yeah and, that's and so true it's and even within Asia itself like there are different kind of like Asian people right right of course different uh, even Chinese itself, like Chinese Indonesian, Chinese Malaysian, mm. like we view things as a slightly differently. So yeah, definitely like yeah. more open about Right. That. How do you guys feel about people who exclusively date a certain race then? Do you think that's okay? I'm uncomfortable with that. I don't know. What do you think? I think like maybe like um if I'm just trying to think from their perspective, mm. it's like basically it's easier right like you it's like a filter where yeah like you know okay like they they probably think like this their yeah, their parents probably like brought them up like this right yeah that's and, true and yeah and, and i think like especially like for me like food is so important and, <laughs> and and like you know like the kind of joy you get like when you're eating like i like a noodle bowl of like noodles yeah yes. it's like it's, it's just the kind of thing that like you you it's, oh it's rare to find and when yeah. you and when you can share that joy with like your boyfriend i feel like it's imagine. just yeah mm. imagine just, not being able to like have dim sum with your significant other yeah they don't that's like true if they don't appreciate themselves yeah if they don't appreciate chinese food that would be so yeah. so crushing like. yeah 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 so i guess like dating like just exclusively like you know asian people mm. i guess it's just like a filter i actually like um have you guys heard stories about like especially people back from back home mm. um they tend to view like the west as as like a better place right so that that also involves like you know girls like fangirling over guys with like blonde hair blue eyes yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and yeah, yeah and, and western and, features yeah western yeah. features and and they wouldn't like like you said like wouldn't date anyone who is like asian mm. would, oh. yeah so what what do you guys what are your thoughts about like people like that yeah, I don't know. It's interesting because I remember in Indonesia when like my white friends visit and I bring them around, people will actually go up to them and be like, can we take a photo together? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's sort of a more like bigger issue of like um, how white people are viewed and like beauty standards and stuff like mm. that, right? But I don't know. I feel uncomfortable because it because it's hard to differentiate where you're just date where the point where you're dating someone because of their values and shared yeah. sort of norms yeah. and the differentiating that from associating how they look with yeah. certain more like I don't know, western norms yeah yeah that makes sense. yeah yeah this is like one of amanda's biggest triggers like <laughs> <laughs> white people who like exclusively date asians because of yellow fever yeah right because <laughs> yeah, like exactly. exotic 
Yeah, and it's, it's not really like about values or anything anymore. It, it really just, isn't. Yeah, it's just like any any Asian would do, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I would find that attractive, and that is. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I guess um, I, I guess people's different have like different like love yeah. languages mm. and like different ways. That's true. They view like yeah. relationships. That's yeah. true. We can't really impose how we view things on other yeah. people because yeah, we're brought up differently. Yeah, yeah and I think like. Even if we think it's toxic for them to exclusively date yeah. same white men, they have to go and learn about that themselves, you know? Like I think so, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I, I do think that it's okay to have preferences. Yeah. I was listening to this podcast, I sent it to Amanda, so yeah. um, it's called Modern Love. Mm. And in one of the episodes, uh, they brought on like a couple, mm-hmm. and they're both Asian Americans, but um, the girl... When, when she first met, she was actually uncomfortable with dating other Asians. Because growing up, um, she always found, or like her surroundings always portrayed Asian men as yeah. less desirable. Yeah, that's yeah. Really sad. Yeah. So, so like basically she was like, I'm never going to date an Asian man. And she actually only went on this date because it was a dare. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. And like, uh, it, the interesting thing is like, she actually told the guy, and she's Asian herself. Yeah, she's Asian herself. Yeah. But like, luckily, instead of the guy being like pissed off and offended, he actually tried to understand where she's coming from and like try to like be patient and change her mind. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's so different. Even like, even if you're from the same ethnicity, you can be brought up in different ways, and there will yeah. create different sort of perceptions towards your own race. Yeah, that's true. true. Well, I guess so. I guess what I'm trying to say is I feel that it's okay to have preferences and it's often like shaped from how you are as a child. But if you take that step and be more open, you can be surprised with what you can find, I guess. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Are your parents quite open to you dating across races? I think my mom is pretty open about it. Mm. Like she rather like we tell her than like keep it as a secret. Mm. So maybe she tries to like act cool, you know. Yeah. Like, I'll be your baby, I'll be your best friend. No, but I, as in like she, uh, she's a really cool mom. So she's really nice. Like right. we can. I I think when I'm in a, like a proper relationship, I would tell her like everything. And yeah. I would, like, mm. And she's actually a really good person that I like. Would go to like to consult my problems with Aww. and whatnot. So that's really sweet. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I'm actually like really grateful like for her and yeah. like for being super nice. Yeah. yeah. I think especially I don't know like Asian parents they they tend to focus a lot about like respect, being very polite, mm. right? And I, I I I at least that's for me. Like for me, it's like um, before you eat, you need you need to um, you know say like everyone eat. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little things. Yeah, little things, and and that's why like we tend to um when I was when even like coming to the UK like I tend to like date Asian people because they're more like um inclined in terms of like all this like norms cultural mm. norms. Interesting. That's true, because then you don't have to like kind explain of it. yeah explain it to them like how yeah. you're supposed to act in front yeah. of my parents so they don't hate you. <laughs> And like calling calling your parents like by first names and stuff like that. Oh my gosh! That's oh, so it's so not okay, right? Yeah, it's not okay. <laughs> you need to say like auntie and uncle. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. So I guess that's the. What about you guys? I haven't really um, spoken to my parents about like dating different races or people of different ethnicities, but I'm yeah. So I don't really know <laughs> what my parents would think mm. of it <laughs> yeah no but but i mean like don't your parents make comments about like you know 
like your cousins, your like friends mm. who like are not dating like this like Chinese people. They do definitely. And and is that a positive comment or is it a neutral comment or? It's it doesn't tend to be positive. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, or especially back in Indo, like non-Chinese people, like our Chinese parents are quite critical towards their kids dating yeah. non-Chinese. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think my mom was quite close-minded as well right but i think through the years i've been trying to convince her and be like hey don't be racist you know like and and now i think she's more open which is good yeah also if you support your kids to study abroad you would expect them to have certain changes in their like perspective right Mm. yeah Yeah, but i do feel like sometimes they're not ready for it you know Mm, that's true yeah i I feel like with parents especially you just need to constantly like Mm. remind them and tell them and they'll probably like be quite stubborn about it but i think like it's very necessary to like keep reminding them yeah yeah and i also feel like it's important to be mindful because they grew up in a different generation yes. and experience right so they may not be as lucky as us to like come here and like yeah. meet mm. different people from different cultures so i can see why they're more close to it than we are yeah definitely i'm, I'm also wondering then if say you, you had like a boyfriend that you really liked and you wanted to like become more serious mm-hmm. but your parents are against this person how much of a sway do they have in your relationship that's a good question <laughs> Do they have veto rights? <laughs> yeah, for me, yes, actually. Interesting. Mm. That's so interesting. Yeah, for me, yes. Like, I think, I, like, while growing up, like, whenever my mom is like, oh, I, I, I'm not particularly fond of this person or that person. <gasps> oh my god. And like for friends. me, yeah, yeah. Or I would actually try to, like, um, take a few steps back. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. yeah exactly. I, 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 I kind of, like, um, take whatever she says, like, quite highly regarded what about it what about you um i think i'll try to understand the reason behind them not liking this person yeah. first uh if i think it's like a reasonable reason then i'll be like yeah okay i'll think about it but if i don't agree then i think i will try to like change their minds yeah and persuade them to see yeah. otherwise but i think ultimately i would still prioritize family i, I wouldn't want to like estrange my family for someone i don't think families would be that like, does that happen? Does people do people like become completely estranged just because they marry the wrong the wrong person, quote unquote? I don't know, but I don't know about like completely estranged. But I feel like there are situations where you know the relationship becomes strained, right? Mm. Especially if they disagree with your partner up into the point of marriage. Then yeah. it will be kind of awkward when yeah. they like join family <laughs> events and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And going back to what you said, you guys said, like, um, communicating with your parents about what they, certain parts that they don't like about the person, I think it's also important to sort of communicate that with your partner too. Yeah, to that's sort of true. See their take on it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, but also, like, one, one more thing is, like, what if you're the person that, like, your boyfriend's oh my parents, God. like, this, <laughs> like, what would you do? That's such a nightmare. Oh my I God, know. that's stress big stress <laughs> yeah um because of race or yeah yeah it could be because of race or, or yeah what if it's because of race depends on how bad it is <laughs> it depends on whether i can see where they're coming from because yeah. as someone from 
like from a very ethnic sort of household as well, I'm sure that there are certain like cultural reasons that I can empathize with. Yeah. yeah. Well, will you and then try to change yourself? your values to fit that then or will you just be like i hope they will like me when they get to know me more maybe i'll change my certain behaviors about myself but not my values mm, yeah that's true and it also really depends on how he handles it mm, because it's true. ultimately his parents yeah I guess. right right it's but, definitely a sign of maturity and how you yeah. how you sort of address yeah but i also feel like i will never be comfortable with marrying into a family that doesn't like me Except, yeah, yeah. So thank you so much everyone for tuning in to this week's podcast episode where we've explored navigating relationships and dating across a variety of barriers from geographical long-distance relationships to certain emotional barriers to even cultural differences coming from our families and our upbringing. Thank you so much, Amanda, for joining us. Thank you, Amanda. Thanks for having me. We had fun today. Yes, it was such a fun tea sesh. (laughs) (laughs) I hope this episode sort of gives you a bit of insight into our experiences and what we've been going through in terms of navigating dating and relationships. Yeah, the Um, complicated world of dating. Complicated world. Oh yeah, but um, now that we've done a few episodes on a variety of different topics, mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about dating, careers, um, and more sort of philosophical ones about philosophical. like cultural yeah. identity, <laughs> we'd be really interested to know which kind of topics our listeners are more interested in hearing about in future episodes, right? Yeah, for sure. Do feel free to DM us anytime if yes. you guys want to let us know what your thoughts are on this topic yes. and if you just have you know like general dating tea that you want to share <laughs> we'll always be open to hear about it <laughs> if you want to contact us you can find us on instagram at not so underscore model minority thank you so much for tuning in to our little tea sesh today thank you bye